Hello and welcome to the Blazing Fast Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gerke. And I'm Tim Jones. And we are coming to you live from Blaze Drive for the last time this football season. This is our end of the year podcast, uh, recapping the season, recapping the last game, um, sending out some thank yous, um, you know, going over some of the kids that are going to be leaving the program and, and what to expect going forward with the kids we got coming back. So uh, hopefully uh, we answer everybody's questions and, and put a bow on this uh, 2022 football season. Yeah, it's definitely uh, bittersweet to be at this point, um, but we're, we're very proud of what we accomplished both on and off the field. Um, and we're just kind of looking forward to, to wrapping it up and letting everyone know our, our final thoughts on the season. Yeah, I mean, what a, what a historic season. Um, you know, tied for the third best season in school history. Ten wins, first time in a long time. Third round of the playoffs, first time in a long time. Um, just amazing kids, awesome performances. Um, just, just everything that we kind of dreamed of when we all came here to Blackman, uh, we, we were able to accomplish. Yeah, it, it was good seeing all the hard work come together, uh, all the, the themes that we set up to start the year, um, all the off-season workouts, all the seven-on-sevens, everything we did, all the culture that we tried to instill. It was just awesome seeing it come together, and um, I think it was a very enjoyable season for players and coaches alike. Yeah, and hopefully it was enjoyable for the fans. I know we had some diehards that were at every single game. Um, hopefully, you know, you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Um it was just a special season. It didn't end the way we wanted to, uh, but it's not for lack of effort. Everybody gave it everything they had to try to slay the giant, and we came up just short. Um, and so we're going to get into that, and then we're going to kind of give you an overview of the season and you know get you all kind of ready for what to expect going forward. Yeah, so let's talk about the Oakland game a little bit. Um, it was a cold Friday night a couple of weeks ago. We had this cold front come in. And um, I freezing, think, freezing cold. <laughs> we had the heaters out, the ball warmers. We had everything going. the The whole show was on the road. Um, and and I, and I think that um, I, th- I think that our team definitely responded like we wanted to. And I think we gave them everything they wanted more. When you say, Coach, absolutely. I mean, it, it it was more than they expected. I'm sure. Um, we had a really good game plan going in. And we were right there. And if you had told us, you know, everything that we had been working on was was gonna was gonna happen, we would have told you we won the game. If you said, we, "Hey, you're down five at halftime, and you've dominated the whole first half," we would have took that for sure. It was a four point game, I believe, going into the fourth quarter. Uh, the final score does not dictate what that game was like. Um, they definitely know that they that they had to go through us to get to that next round, and everything kind of came together. We just needed a couple more plays to go our way that we didn't get. Yeah, and, and we, we kind of knew um, going into the year the state championship was probably going to be the third round of the playoffs. And and judging by last week and how they played against Maryville, it, it probably was. Um, now, that being said, they took it to us the first time, but this this second time was is what we were expecting. It was going to come down to the fourth quarter. And, you know, there's you got to tip your hat to those guys our kids flinched a little bit and their kids did not. And that was the difference. And, you know, you got to kind of get to that point to know what it's like as a program to move past it. It's really hard to turn around in two years and go through a team that has been there for the past five. Yep. And we're definitely proud of, of what our players did um, and how they, 
uh, represented themselves on the field. And like I said, it didn't end like we wanted, but you couldn't be more proud of the effort and the way that, that we went down in that game. Yeah, and the effort throughout the week. The kids were locked in. We were practicing in the morning and in the afternoon. Yep. Um, every kid wanted to win that game. Every kid, even the kid that did not get in the game, sitting on the sidelines the whole time, was locked in during practice on the scout team, whatever it took. Everybody was pulling for each other. And, you know, that unfortunately that's football. Sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce your way, and that literally happened to us. Um, you know, it's a, it's a four- or five-point game in the fourth quarter, and we cause a fumble, and it's going right to one of our players' hands. We probably could have recovered it for a touchdown going the other way. We literally went through his fingers, tried to get it, bounced, and it went out of bounds. They end up scoring, and that was kind of the, the end of the momentum for us, and we just couldn't get it back. Yep, so, you know, we walked off uh, a field, the field in defeat, but we held our heads high. We, you know, we had our moment on the field, and um, – you know, we just kind of had to process everything that happened, and I think we can look back now on it and, and be proud of how it ended. Absolutely. I mean, the kids that have been showing up all year showed up. I mean, JB, Justin Brown had a, fant- a fantastic game on both sides of the ball. You know, Elijah Pitts had a great game. Jacob Page played out of his mind. You know, we had a different game plan with doing more Wildcat stuff with Ben back there, and he just played great and he played dominant on defense. And when Jack went in there, when we had to throw the ball, I mean, I think he threw two more touchdowns and very, very limited snaps. And, you know, that just shows you the, the kids that we've been counting all year, they came ready to play, to make plays. And unfortunately, we just fell a little short. Yep. So that kind of summarizes uh, what happened at Oakland. Um, we want to take this time to um, thank uh, one of our sponsors, um, for all the things they've done for us this year. So we want to thank Perkins and Jones Attorneys at Law, their local law firm here in Murfreesboro. They were an early supporter, I think day one supporter. Day one. Of, yeah, day one supporter of this podcast and what we're trying to do. So please visit borotnlaw.com and reach out to them with any legal needs that you might have. Show them our thank you as a community for the support they've given us and just you know special shout out to them and, and everything that they've done. Yeah, please. Um, if, hopefully you don't need any, any legal advice, but if you do, hit them up. They're going to work with you. Awesome people. All right, so I think the best way to do this, um, since offense gets all the hype, we're going to save them for last, um, and we're going to go over the defense, um, how we played this year. You know, a lot of people, if you don't go to the games or you don't really understand what we're doing, it is really hard. Now, I'm yes, I'm the defense coordinator, but it is really hard to coach defense the way we play offense. We onside kick every time. So if we don't get it, the other team gets the ball on the 50 or better. And you're already, you know, in a bad spot to start. And then our offense is so quick, we either score quick or we punt the ball away really quick. And so your defense is on the field a lot more than a normal defense. So it puts a lot of pressure on our guys, but we accepted it. We've coached to perform with that expectation in mind. And, you know, Last year was the first year to, to really get all these kids acclimated to the program and what we expected. But we worked so hard in the offseason to get these guys ready. They knew what was going to happen. They knew their backs were against the wall a lot, and they performed. I would say probably three or four of the games, the defense was the reason we won. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't say that the year before. And, you know, even in the Brentwood loss, we're in that game because the defense played lights out. We just ball didn't bounce our way. Now, did we get demolished by Oakland the first time? Absolutely. 
Did we give up some touchdowns in the fourth quarter on defense that were not up to our standards? Absolutely, in this last game. But for overall throughout the year, I mean, we're all the studs are playing offense for the most part. You know, yes, JB plays every snap on defense, but he's at free safety. You know, the guys up front are are not the five star guys, not the big time recruits, and they got it done all year long. So it was, we're gonna go through some of the stats, but just for these guys to make that kind of jump in one year was very impressive. Yeah, it was a completely different defense than we fielded uh, last year. They bought into everything we did. They worked super hard in off season, the spring, the summer, during the season. They studied, you know, game film. They were extremely coachable. And you have two de- two defensive coaches on the show, so you know we are a little bit admittedly biased. But I couldn't personally be more proud of of what they gave us this season. Yeah, so I got the stats. I mean, this year we gave up twenty six and a half points a game. And if you take away those two Oakland games, it's going to be a lot less. But in comparison to last year, that is two touchdowns better than we performed last year. That's two touchdowns. <laughs> two touchdowns better. And then, you know, everybody runs the ball on us because we are so quick on offense. They try to keep the ball away. And, I mean, we are giving up over 40 rushes a game. That's the average. Some of them were in the 50s and 60s. And given all of that we gave up 179 yards a game which was right at 4.29 yards per carry you know that is just to put that in perspective last year we were giving up 278 yards a game rushing and you don't even want to know what the yards per carry was yeah everything um even down to the fundamentals our our tackling improved right our our missed tackles dropped throughout the entire season yep and that's a testament to just going back to fundamentals, coaching the kids up, them responding to the coaching. And when we start with the basics of tackling, we see the results in the stats. Yeah, and I was going to get to that. So last year we averaged nearly 27 missed tackles a game. This year it was 11.6. Yep. And, and we're grading them hard because we put such an emphasis on it. And, I mean, our open field tackling this year was 88%. So that just shows you the kids' amount of work they put in and dedication to getting better. And, again, we're doing this with average high school kids for the most part. Yes, JB, uh, Justin Brown is a heck of a player. But he's primarily he's not going to Mississippi State as a, as a free safety. He's going as a wideout. Um, you know, so we're talking about just kids buying in, wanting to pull for each other, and doing what they're coached to do. Yep, our, our entire theme was mayhem and creating mayhem. Uh, we wanted to not be the reason we lost uh, games, and we, we weren't. And so shout out to, to all the defensive players and all the effort they put in all season long. Yeah, and to that, the, the mayhem, we, we wanted to cause as many turnovers as we could. So we had 10 interceptions, and we had four forced fumble recoveries. And then you throw in all those guys that were on the mayhem, or the uh, suicide squad, psycho uh, kick, squad, psycho squad yep. kickoff team that got those uh, onside kick recoveries, that's another 11 turnovers. And so we we created a lot of big plays, you know, to give the ball back to this high-powered offense. And then, you know, last year, one thing we did hang our hat on was our pass defense. And, you know, this was another year where we averaged under 100 yards a game, giving up passing. And really, outside of the Summit game, where we, you know, played the backups the whole second half and they were throwing every down, we it could have been a lot a lot less. So the secondary, 10 picks, 98 yards per game in the air. I mean, that's as good as it gets in high school football. Yeah, I mean, in, in 2022 high school football, holding passing to that kind of numbers, I mean, that's big time. Uh, shout out Coach Buchanan and all the work he put in with those guys. And the secondary really showed up and showed out all season long. 
Yeah, so, you know, that kind of puts a bow on the defense. So let's talk about some of the guys that we're going to be missing. Um, defensive end Will King's a senior. He should hopefully get a chance to go on and play. He had an unbelievable year for us, you know, led the team in sacks and just was a dominant force on the defensive line. Um, Terrence Carpenter, uh, outside linebacker, heck of a year, made so many big impact plays. Um, I think he's got a couple things going, Tennessee State, um, you would you know yeah that's the big one that I yeah, think he's, I, yep. yeah I think he's leaning towards that but we'll see what else comes in um you know Elijah Pitts uh played corner for us had seven interceptions and probably could have had a couple more he's definitely going to get a chance to go on and play had a just tremendous year for us on defense um had to play a little bit of offense for us too um I guess we're going to claim Jacob Page since yeah he played, we'll, we're going to claim him <laughs> he played a lot of the defense last seven for games us. for sure yeah he played a lot <laughs> and you know he he's already got he picked up Virginia Tech Virginia he's got some stuff going he's going to be a big time kid and with all these coaching changes who knows where he'll end up um and then just some role guys I'm Braylon um Braylon Meek had a heck of a junior year and unfortunately had a big elbow dislocation in the summer, but fought through it and then eventually had to get surgery. But we're going to miss Braylon. He was a heck of a football player for us. Um, you know, really a kind of a glue guy that just showed up and, and worked hard every day. Um, who am I missing, Coach? Um, I think that's uh, Mikel Vereen, Vereen uh, uh, Troy Walouge. Miles played some yeah, a lot of defensive snaps yeah. for us. Those guys played on defense. Troy and, and Mikel gave it – I mean, they were all-time scout team guys, got in the mix on defense, played significant snaps for us in certain games. Shout and, out to uh, defensive twin, DeMichael. He worked very hard for us, gave us a lot of good snaps on defense. Oh, DeMichael, yeah. When he was asked to go in there, he made plays, and he's a heck of a football player and good – and really, really good kid. Just great kid, hard worker, enjoyed coaching him all season long um you know if I, I can't really think of anybody else senior wise um and guys this this wrap-up episode we're gonna miss people we're gonna yeah. miss shout outs but just know that we're thinking about everybody and all the seniors that put in the work we appreciate it yeah we, we had some kids that that i hope that we didn't forget but um you know we got that means we got a lot coming back i think we've got seven starters back and a bunch of kids that played a lot so um you know, really uh, looking forward to building on this season. And before we talk about the uh, offense recap, we want to thank Burrow Business Labs. Um, Burrow Business Labs was another early supporter of the program, of the podcast. They're a supporter of Blaze Football in general already. So if you're looking for website design for your business or your organization, please reach out to Burrow Business Labs, visit their website, and they will help design an awesome website that you're looking for. Another day one sponsor, um, you know, again, everybody's looking to get their social media, their website up to snuff, and those are the guys locally that you need to go to. Um, just take a look at our website. That's all you need to know. All, all right, right, so let's get into what, you know, sells all the tickets. Um, this this Blazing Fast offense had a heck of a year, set all kinds of records. So, Tim, why don't you run down some of those? Yeah, so the offense averaged 38.1 points per game. Uh, over 2,000 yards rushing and almost 3,800 yards passing for just under right at 6,000 total yards this season. That's just incredible. 6,000 yards. Just incredible. Um, passing senior Jack Reisner threw for 2,990 yards and 30 touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in 12 games. So he didn't really play a lot in the last game. 30 touchdowns. And then another senior, Peyton Thomas, PT, threw for 600 yards and 10 more touchdowns on top of that. 
40, and then I think Ben probably had a couple. Yeah, so Marshall we had over 40 passes. passing touchdowns. Um, Elijah Pitts threw a touchdown yeah. pass. So, yeah, there was even more in there. But 40 total touchdowns thrown between our two quarterbacks. Uh, and catching those balls, we had Justin Brown. JB led us with 76 catches for 1,297 yards and 19 touchdowns. Guys, I, I, if he does not get 7A or 6A Mr. Football, then, I mean, yes, there's some other good players. On, he's a finalist, but he played every snap on defense, has fantastic defensive numbers. But those offensive numbers, that is rarefied error for a wide receiver. And if you came to any game, you would say that is the best player in Tennessee. Yep, definitely no one's more deserving uh, for that award. Uh, ben Marshall had 43 catches for 891 yards and 10 touchdowns. I mean, just he's the dude. He's yeah. the dude. He's committed to Cal. Who knows who's going to be coming in after him because he is a absolute dude. And then Jacob Page and Campbell Lee both had five touchdowns each. Yeah, so. you know, Jacob Page was hampered with that broken thumb, but again, kid went and played corner for us. But um, again, he's he's going to get some big time. He's already got a couple power fives. He's going to, who knows, who all these coaching changes, he could wind up anywhere. And we didn't just throw the ball. Like I said, we ran for over 2,000 yards. Uh, ben Marshall had 436 yards rushing and eight touchdowns. And Donovan Holloway had 376 yards rushing with three touchdowns. And Donovan, you know, only played four or five games. Yeah, he was hurt, came back from injury. Yeah, I mean, he gave us a big boost. But other guys, uh, you know, London Smith ran the ball for us at times where we needed him. Um, PT had 332 (laughs) yards rushing and two touchdowns, one of the quarterbacks. I mean, we we just had to piece it together. Um, uh, Perkins. uh, Yeah, Caden Perkins. Caden Perkins had a couple huge runs for us. Um, so it was kind of by committee once once Donovan went down, and, and those rushing yards are nothing to sh- shake a stick at. Yep, so we'll just wrap it up with the all-purpose yards, just so you know. Is JB had 17 – he had 1,768 all-purpose yards, and Ben Marshall had 1,327 all-purpose yards. That, we're not going to be able to replace those guys. No. It's just – I mean, you just don't replace players like that. Or Jack. I mean, and then Elijah Pitts almost had a thousand. He had eight hundred and twenty-three. So these seniors on offense, it's just unbelievable. Is, is now, do we have talent coming back? Absolutely. And does this offense kind of lend itself to some awesome offensive statistics? But we, you could get True Serum and uh, Coach Tiger, and he'd say there ain't no way that we're going to be able to duplicate these numbers next year. You just don't replace guys like that um, every year. And so, know. just shout out to all the offensive coaches, everything, Coach Reynolds we've had on the show, uh, Coach Jordan with special teams and running backs, Coach Shamball with the offensive line, Adib with uh, Coach the tight Adib ends. with the tight ends. Um, we got Coach Gregory helping out with O line. Like we just have awesome coaches on that side of the ball shout out to coach tiger in that offense just just another great season just incredible um yeah so we you know we we know who's leaving um you know it's but both those quarterbacks were awesome kids great leaders you know those guys are gonna be hard to replace but you know the offensive line is really those guys those guys gelled the past two years some of those guys were two-year stars miles gray I hope he gets a chance to go on and play. It's probably going to be on the defensive side of the ball, but an unselfish kid that just said, you need me to play left tackle, I'll play left tackle. Um, you know, Maui Bautista, uh, you know, injured his knee, missed some games, but he played. He's a two-year starter. He's going to have a chance to go on and play, hopefully. Evan Kramer um, started every snap at center. And um, Ethan Johnson. Ethan Johnson. What a year Ethan Johnson had. Mm-hmm. You know, hardly played as a junior and then played every snap, and I don't know where we would have been without him at right tackle. 
Yep. So just all around great year, both sides of the ball. Um, so we appreciate all the hard work um, that the offense and the defense did this year. Uh, before we get into our wrap up and our, our thank yous from us, uh, we want to thank Dynamo Freight. Uh, Dynamo Freight uh, was our third sponsor this year, but they came in big time, made a huge donation to the podcast. So any logistics needs that you have for your business, please reach out to Dynamo Freight at their website, dynamofreight.com. Show them, show them the love. They, they came in big time. They helped us out. Huge sponsor, and we appreciate everything that they've done for us. Yes, big time, big time. All right, so going into next year, uh, yes, we lose all those guys on offense. Uh, we got some guys back, um, and it's going to be the Carter Gregory show. Uh, he missed the whole year with the torn ACL, but he's already back running around and working out. And if you ain't seen him throw, he's got an absolute cannon. It's a, a uncommon arm talent. Yes. Um, so it's going to be Josh his, Allen. It's going to be <laughs> his deal Carter next Gregory. year. Um, him and Donovan, uh, we got some holes to fill, but you know we got a lot of guys that got some playing experience, and we had a JV offense that went undefeated. So we're gonna fill those holes, and you know we got um, a lot of the defense Campbell coming, Lee coming back. back, and and Ethan Carson will probably head over the offense a little bit. But we got seven guys back on defense, and we got a lot of guys that got in the game and played significant snaps. You know, Trey McGaffey ended up starting for us towards the end. You know, uh, Jonah Brown. Um, you know, there's a lot of kids that are going to be ready to step into those roles. Um, so it's, it should be just as good of a year. And that's the expectation. That's what coach Tiger said to the game. And it's the truth. This is the standard going to the third round is what we expect from here on out. And then we've got to get over that hurdle and get into Thanksgiving week and get into the state championship. But it, it doesn't, it doesn't just happen overnight. So this was the first step. And these seniors should be proud of the foundation that they laid for this program. Truly building a program here. And that's what a program does. The seniors going out set the standard. And it's up to coaches and the underclassmen to live up to that standard. So uh, uh, we want to take a moment here to uh, thank some people around the, the podcast here that kind of got this off the ground going. Uh, shout out to uh, Miss Cynthia Head, who runs the, the program here. She's done an awesome job for us. Top notch. And then all the students that help us record the show and edit the show and get the show out. The reason we wanted to do this is so the students got that experience and they have done an amazing job. Amazing job. And, you know, now it's taken off and now we're going to have a girls basketball podcast and a boys basketball podcast. And that's going to come at you next week. So the girls, I think, are recording next Tuesday and the boys are going to record on Wednesday. So I don't know when they'll get out, probably the next day of both of them, but be on the lookout. Um, you know, we'll, we'll tag it in social media so you guys can be on the lookout for that. But we've got two really good teams on that side too. So you're going to want to come out and support them this year. And, um, you know, we're just excited that we brought this to Blackman High School and it can take off. And all those donations and sponsorships are going towards a first-of-its-kind podcast studio here on Blaze Drive. And then we want to thank the administration here, uh, all the principals, uh, Mr. Smith, everybody's been huge support of doing the show. So shout out to them for allowing us to do this. Absolutely. And Coach Tiger for being on board with this. You know, um, it was exciting. I really, I really had a great time. I hope everybody out there was thought this was worth their 20 minutes every week to listen to. Um, and it brought attention to our kids. Um, so Coach Gerke, why don't you give your personal shout outs and we'll give mine and we'll get out of here. Yeah. Um, just thank my wife, Kaylee. Uh, I love her and she puts up with a lot, especially during football season. Yep. So all the coaches wives out there, I mean, it's, it's a seven day a week job. Um, and it's hard to, hard to deal with. So, um, I appreciate her being in my corner. Couldn't do it without her. 
I just want to start out by giving my thank yous. I'm going to shout out to uh, Coach Gerke here. This was his brainchild, his idea. It was awesome. Thanks for bringing me along. I want to thank my wife's family, Bill and Leah. They came to like four games, bought in. Um, I want to thank my brother and his family, my uncle. Shout out to my parents, big support, the Tigard family for bringing all of our coaches' wives in, making them feel welcome. And then uh, shout out to my wife. Ah, ah. I knew it. <laughs> shout out to my wife, all you put up for during the season. I can't do it. All right. I want to thank Tim. Tim's yeah. been awesome. He's been the driving force behind this. And a special thank you to Miss Cynthia Head. Could not do this physically without her and all the students that have been helping out. So, uh, Shout out to my boys, Luke and Ben. Thank you for letting the football team borrow your dad during the season. <laughs> I can't do it. All shout right. out to everybody. Go Blaze. Go Blaze. Jesus. <laughs>